Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have our host on the line with us, uh, and his name is Frank Selby. He is a world-renowned uh, fly fishing angler. And besides that, uh, he's taught a lot of interesting um, high-end people, and he does uh, do occasional charters if he likes or, or guides. And uh, he has a tackle shop in Newport Beach. Fly he's, shop. Fly shop, yes. Fly tackle shop in uh, in Newport Beach. And, uh, you know, if he likes you, maybe he'll take you out. But if you need any supplies, you know, this day and age, you don't have to be in the store to get whatever you want. Just get in touch with him. He's easy to find on the web page. Anyway, Frank, wow, it's uh, obviously pretty interesting week. You know, yeah, we're, 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 you know, we're it. This is it. You know, it's Thanksgiving already. And uh, hope everybody will enjoy it or did enjoy it. And, uh, hey, maybe we'll get some people out there that will serve some wild turkeys. What do you think? Yes, I think so. Okay. And also we have uh, some very interesting people coming up. We're going to go to Oregon and find out. Uh, I've got some great questions, I think. Find out about how fish and why they smell and what they smell and how that can affect how you can catch them. And then we're going to go down to Baja to visit a very dear friend of mine, Minerva, who is Ms. Um, Cabo San Lucas Charter and Tackle Shop, Baja Tackle. And then we've got a very interesting um, uh, segment coming up. Actually, we'll put them on earlier. Is uh, a world-renowned... Um, Fisherwoman, champion. champion, yeah, and her husband. Yeah, you should see all the trophies on her wall. Yeah, or their wall. There, yeah. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> Carrie. Anyway, okay. Well, anyway, um, please go to our website. Get in touch with us, and we've got uh, a lot of prizes that, I'm Frank, I ran out, especially freshwater stuff. But we got some more stuff coming in. So if you haven't got it, be patient. We're we're getting it, and we're gonna get it to you. If you're listening to us. Uh, we'll be right back with you on Fish Hunt Talk Radio. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine.
Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have our host Frank Selby. And Frank has uh, got a couple of people that he's lined up for us today that I am anxious to talk to. We always, uh, things are changing, uh, Frank. There's more people into it. We're going to talk to (laughs) Michael and his lovely wife. Carrie. Well, just and a quick. She co- is one of the greatest fishermen you're going to ever meet. Just a quick um, segue is that uh, my understanding: the largest segment of the angling community is women, and uh, in a lot of ways, they have some advantage over men. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead, Frank. Why don't you go ahead and introduce your guests and uh, um, see what kind of interesting things we can come up with? Okay, Carrie, I'd like to ask yeah. you. Two quick questions. How many trophies do you have on your wall? About, you know. <laughs> counting, counting the big buckets there? Yeah. <laughs> N- not a lot. I, 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 don't, I don't do that. But we've caught quite a bit of fish over the years, that's for sure. Yeah. Where are you located, Terry? I'm sorry? Where are you located? We are in northeast Texas. And we run our charter business off of Lake Tawakini, and that is about an hour east of Dallas. Okay. And what's your website? Our website is it's www.tawakiniguides.com. <laughs> Good luck with spelling that one, right, Deb? Okay. Right. It's, it's well, I assume it's Indian. T-A-W-A-K-O-N-I, Tawakini. Yeah, well, that's easy enough. And how many championship uh, tournaments have you been in? My husband and I, we fished a few tournaments. We've won the Cabela's, which is the Cabela's King Cat tournament. And that is a a tournament that fishes for large blue cat. And uh, we won that in 2012. We, We don't tournament fish a lot anymore, mostly guiding people on fish is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I don't know if it's Michael or somebody, but I get a little bit of wind coming through your, your, your phone. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. He, he, yeah, he's trying to move. We're, we, we have customers out today. We're cleaning a little bit of fish. <laughs> a little we can bit, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think they had 100, 100 channel cats and 75 white bass and 12 hybrid strappers, so that wasn't too bad today. No, no, but uh, <laughs> so somebody, someone's standing in the wind, so we'll, I think yeah, we can make it work. Yeah, he's moving. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's moving. Michael? Yes, sir. Now you sounded really good. Uh, so how many days a week do you guide, and when's the best time for us to come down and visit such nice people? Well, we guide you. seven days a week. Uh, we have we have six boats that we run full-time, and so there's always generally a, a boat available for anybody wanting to get out on the lake and do uh, some striper fishing or, uh, in this case, now coming into our cold-weather months, uh, some giant trophy blue catfish that are up in the 100-pound range on wow. rod and reel, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, that's a lot of fun, but uh, we have we have openings for, for, for families and for people to come and enjoy a day on the lake. You know, we're only 45 minutes out of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, um, so we have, a, we have a large group of people that fly down every year from all over the country to test their luck at some of these giant catfish on rod and reel, which is really wow. exciting. That would be. Yeah. A couple of quick questions. Um, I never caught any catfish, anything, you know, you know, more than about five, six pounds, maybe even that. But if do you release them? Do you eat them? Or what do you do with these huge catfish? So so these fish here, these are blue catfish, and they're, they're, they're 
age is anywhere between 15 and 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And so these fish carry a specific genetic that's, uh, that's special uh, in nature. Not all catfish, not all blue catfish carry a genetic to allow them to grow to be such sizes. So what we do, we call them trophy catfish. Uh, we simply uh, get them in the boat. We're, we're pretty careful with them when we get them in the boat. And we get great photographs of, of the fish, and then we uh, we send them back to the to the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, these fish are, are big breeders in the lake, Lake Tawakini, uh, which I heard someone say earlier. It, it is a, it is an Indian name. Uh, this lake is is known nationwide for its production of extremely large blue catfish, mm. and it, it's a winter fishery. And we oh. don't we don't we don't harvest any of these fish. These fish are all uh, uh, caught on rod and reel, and in many days, multiple fish over fifty pounds are caught even wow. on one boat. So uh, yeah, catfish would, are not that easy to catch. I know you know, you can be you know in a lake and you can just about see them, but they don't they don't strike quickly. What what's your method? Yeah, so so I, I found that. That in clearer water lakes they're harder to catch. In, in more turbid water, uh, they tend to they tend to eat, be easier to catch. But uh, these big fish are old. They're smart. Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of you know they've been there. They've done that. So they they aren't easy to catch. You're right. People can spend months down here at this lake and never catch one. Uh, but I'll tell you one of the one of the key ingredients is catching fresh bait every for every trip. And when I mean by bait, I'm talking about fresh gizzard shad anywhere from hmm. 9 to 18 inches long. These are very, very large gizzard shad. A lot of people don't even realize that gizzard shad are, are this big. But mm-hmm. we um, we use these. We cut these in two or three pieces. So the baits you're using are, golly, they're, they're a half a pound or bigger. Oh. And uh, we use giant circle hooks. Uh, we cover lots of water. A lot of times we fish, you Wait, know. Do you drag the bottom or what? Yeah, it depends. Uh, we use side imaging on all our boats, and oh. um, if if the fish are if they're stacked up in one area, we'll anchor up on them and throw ten or fifteen rods at them, make wow. them bite. And uh, but if like right now we're just coming into season, and the fish are really scattered, the bait is really scattered in the lake, so we uh, we're drifting, covering a lot of water. Uh, we like these planter boards. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll we'll be able to to move our our sets out 100 200 feet from the boat and each side and be able to drag golly eight nine ten rods at a time. Whoa, you have some big boats. Yeah, we we do. We run 25 foot center consoles. They got eight foot beams. But uh, this is a this is a really unique niche kind of fishing. Um, I mean, anytime you're fishing for. 50 to 100 pound fish on rod and reel and you're catching multiple fish a day like that it's it definitely takes a little niche to get them going <laughs> yeah it sounds like it takes a little bit of work to get them in terry, oh, yeah. Yeah, what's absolutely. your favorite time terry I, I didn't hear you what'd you say i says what's your favorite time to fish and what's the I best love... time for us to <laughs> pardon me i I love trophy catfishing. That's that's my thing. That's what I love to do. I love to see people catch these fish. There's there's nothing like watching a customer, especially getting women on the boat, which is is idea. But there's nothing like seeing a customer. You know, they can hold up a two pound crappie and go, wow. But when you lay a 75 pound blue catfish in their arms and get that picture, it's just like it's life changing for them, and it is just. It's incredible. And so if you're asking me right now, man, I love fishing for the trophy blue catfish. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've been fishing my entire life, so I love anything that will tug the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, uh, like the seasons, we know we're coming into catfish mm-hmm. season. When is the best time to come down for striper or white bass? Our, I mean, we catch striper all year long. I would say that if you want to catch the most, you know, just have a really fun day catching a lot of fish, that typically starts around spring. So it's March, April, May, June, mm-hmm. July, August, that time of year. But we catch them all year long. Okay, but- Frank, we're just about out of time. Let's go back real quick. A couple of quick questions. Uh, do you charter? Do you have a lodge? Or, you know, what kind of facilities do you operate? We do. We, we have a char- we charter business. We run six boats a day. 
We don't provide lodging, but there's some great lodging mm-hmm. on the lake, okay. and we always refer customers And then your, your contact information, let's do that one more time. People may not sure. be paying attention. It's, we're in the Texas area, and our guy, our uh, website is www.tawakaniguideservice.com. Okay. We're also followed on Facebook. Perfect. Debbie, thank uh, Michael, you. thank you guys very much. And uh, I know you got a lot of work in front of you. You just came in with a ton of fish. <laughs> All righty. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank okay. you guys so much. All right. You're listening to Fish on Talk Radio. Go to the website. I'm on a the east cape of baja mexico is world famous for sport fishing dorado tuna wahoo marlin sailfish roosterfish and parco the van warmer resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford hotel palmas de cortez playa del sol and hotel punta colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of mexico call toll free to 877-777 tuna to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be the finest resorts and the best boats in east cape call 877-777 tuna vagabundos del Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and we're host Frank Selby. And we have on the line with us the queen of the Cabo fishing experience. Um, Minerva, who operates Minerva's uh, charter fleet, has got what about five boats now, Minerva? I only have three in the water right now, but yeah, five. Yeah. Well, and also, she operates uh, Baja Tackle, and that is, I don't care if you're in Cabo or anywhere else, it's a very complete, unique, and if you're, of course, her stuff is catered and designed for Cabo. It's not like walking into a Walmart and grabbing some stuff off the uh, plastic, uh, in the plastic uh, bubbles. And actually, it's kind of like a hardware, it's the old-fashioned hardware store, where you walk up and you're looking for something, and they go in the back room and they come back with it. <laughs> yeah, that describes us. Yeah. 
Yeah. This has got a ton of stuff, and it's all quality stuff, all at reasonable prices. I mean, that's, you don't carry anything that's not quality stuff because your clientele, you know, they're serious, and they want, they want the good stuff. That's yeah, right. if it's your first time down there, just ask her what jigs you need, mm-hmm. and she will hand them to you. Oh, yeah. And I guarantee they'll work. But yeah, <laughs> she does That's it right. right. Uh, Minerva, would you do us a favor? I haven't talked to you for a while. You know, Cabo or Cabo San Lucas has a mystique, and, you know, most people know about it. A lot of people have been there, but, you know, for some stupid reason, a lot of people go there and don't fish because they're too busy occupied with something else. But kind of describe the uh, Southern Baja experience. Could you in just a couple of sentences? Well, there's nothing like Los Cabos. We're at the very tip of Baja with the beautiful Pacific Ocean and the Marte Cortez surrounding us. We've got beautiful sea life here, known as one of the fishing capitals of the world for striped marlin. Uh, half of our year, we've got 80-degree water and 85-degree air. I mean, what more beautiful place could you ask for? <laughs> That's right. The desert meets the ocean. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had someone staying in my condo, and they, they were worried about uh, mosquito spray. And I go, you never been? To, they were from Florida. And I go, you never been to Cabo, have you? No. I says, well, we don't have mosquitoes. We don't. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, we do have like, mosquitoes. We do, but it, but it's not jungle. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the jungle. It's, yeah. You know, it's. Well, there's no a, there's no standing water, and you know, you guys yeah. get a, a lot of rain, but it rains and it, you know, it runs down through, and then a day later, the fishing is even better because you've got that stuff floating in the water. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. But uh, anyway, let's uh, don't want to spend too much time about it, but just, you know, if, if you're interested, either get in touch with me or Minerva, and you wouldn't believe what we can do for you down there. And it oh, is. that's right. The other thing, Minerva, that what's great about Cabo is uh, you would know because you're in charge of the fleet or the association. How many uh, private charter fishing boats are down there? We have an estimated anywhere between 300 to 400 sport fishing boats mm-hmm. that leave the harbor every morning to wow. go fishing. Wow. Well, yeah, that's just out of our marina here at it, yeah. in Cabo. Yeah. And the other thing that I'll mention is that partly because of that, now, you know, Frank and I went up to Alaska. And, you know, to go a charter out of Alaska, Oregon, Southern California, you want to charter, a, say, a 28-foot, maybe 30-foot boat. You're talking $1,200 at least. Mm-hmm. And in Cabo, you know, the, the prices are about half that. Well, not half, but um, actually Los Cabos is known for a resort and a destination that is a little pricey, but on the world sport fishing market, we're known as that is one of the bargains, and that is the sport fishing. Yes, you're absolutely right. You can almost count of about um, a third off of for a 31 Bertram than you would find in, let's say, Costa anywhere. Rica, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Costa Rica, or anywhere mm-hmm. else. Yeah, um, yeah, that's one of the bargains that we do offer here is the sport fishing. And of course, if you know uh, uh, Minerva like you do now, <laughs> she she'll take good care of you. Yes, our goal here at Minerva's Baja Tackle is to be the one-stop shop for all fishermen from anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's before we get too far into it. We don't have a lot of time. Um, the most, probably most exciting time of the year is a tournament season, which usually runs uh, from middle or beginning to middle of October through maybe the middle of November. Can you give us a, a, a recap of this year's? Oh, yes. Very, very exciting. Um, Well, our kickoff season, as you said, is October. And October, around mid-October, the the tournament that kicks us off is the Los Cabos Billfish Tournament, which is a beautiful tournament. Very classy, put on by the Bonaire Corporation. Uses a lot of the local Mexican fleet. Um, they they were proud to have 52 teams this year. And then fo- immediately following that, it's just like a revolving door. The Bisbee's Black and Blue came in the following week with 114 teams mm-hmm. and almost a record payout of $3,693,000 oh in prizes. 
and one thing very exciting for your listeners is the Chinito Bonito, um, a beautiful boat with a 510 foot, a 510 pound black marlin, took away a payout of three million four thousand nine hundred dollars. Wow. Right, and this is, of course, the richest tournament in the world, which we are so proud to host. Mm -hmm. Well, immediately following that tournament is the Western Outdoor News uh, Los Cabos Tuna Jackpot, which is reaching record levels of teams, 163 teams vying for almost a million-dollar purse. The champions of that tournament were the Cloud Nine with a 272-pound uh, yellowfin tuna. So, mm-hmm. and and now, right now, this week, we've got the um, Los Cabos Big Game Fishing Classic, and um, that's a tournament put on by the Bureau of Tourism here in the Baja. Oh. And it's so much fun. It's a free entry. Wow. Anybody who charters a local charter boat, you just sign up. No big long lines, no nothing, and lots of fun prizes and lots of categories. Mm-hmm. That goes on for four days. Oh, that's great. And, you know, mentioned the Bisbee. Yeah, they had some huge, huge payoffs. I know some years ago it was like 3.9 for one person. But you get over $3 million. But the thing is, in order to generate that kind of money, um, money goes in registration, and then it's all the daily uh, paramutuals, the Calcutta, the side bets, where all the, right, big, where the big money comes from. And that's can, the way these anglers like to play, mm-hmm. jackpots. You well, enter all the jackpots, you win big. Well, you can, but, I mean, you can spend, uh, you know, as much money on that as you can to buy a house in some places. But it's uh, Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's not Which cheap. Which makes... Which makes the tuna tournament very attractive. I, I was, that's what I was leading into. The tuna tournament is fun. You get some big prize money, but it, you know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't cost you $50,000 to enter. No, no, not at all. You got the ordinary, average working Joe that's coming down and chartering a Mexican boat and entering the tuna tournament. And it's a lot of fun. That's why you have 163 teams. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. Uh, uh, again, it's it's it keeps like it sounds like it's getting better every year because, you know, I don't wasn't too long ago they couldn't get the hundred boats, but you know if you want the same excitement, uh, the same adrenaline, and you know not that much different, um, but you know you want something that the average person would have a chance to afford, then oh, yes. that, that's definitely it. Yes, you, and and there's a lot of little local tournaments too that go on, lots of them with you know with prizes being a a pickup truck or something like yeah. that. So it's a yeah. it's a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, the, we we do the, know how to play tournament. There you go. <laughs> well, the the uh, Palmas de Cortez Dorado tournament. I think every year they give a new truck away. That's and right. And again, it's not expensive to get into those. No. Well, Merva, I'm coming to you and asking you every tournament I get in what colors I got to take out. There you go. That's right. We try to follow it real close at that time because those are the secret questions that everybody wants to take you aside and well, say, what's the color? Well, Frank, what's the lure? Frank is, Frank is going to get a, 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 the biggest fish on a, and use a fly rod. But uh, Minerva, um, how do people find you? Uh, your website the easiest is? way, Minervas.com, is my website. Mm-hmm. And you get on that website, and you can tap to dial our toll-free number. If you've got a smartphone, you just tap to dial, and it'll turn you on to me right at the desk here. And then our email is located on there, and pictures of our boats and a little bit about us. Mm-hmm. And that's it is easy. It's uh, If you're not familiar, it's M-I-N-E-R-V-A-S, right? That's right. Really easy. com. And you're talking today to the Minerva, so now you know her. Yeah, come out and visit. There you go. Great. Thank you, baby. We miss you. Thank you. Miss you. And can't wait to see you both down here. Okay. Thank you, Minerva. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. We're going to have to uh, end this one, but uh, go to fishtalkradio.com, fishhunttalkradio.com. Oh, real quickly, if you're listening on Sirius, please send us an email. We've got a ton of prizes coming up that we want to give you to find out who is listening where. So give it uh, john at fishtalkradio.com.
All right, we got. Uh, uh, yeah, we've got. Oh, this is John Hennigan, and uh, we have a very, very special guest on the line with us. That. Uh, we're just getting ready to go to break, John. Oh, all right. Yeah. Tune in. Go to the website, fishtalkradio.com, and uh, get in touch with us and, and give, let us send you some prizes. Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at SoftScience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have our uh, uh, host, Frank Selby, on the line with us, and we have a real stinker coming up. Um, uh, we'd like to introduce, again, he's been on more than a few times, and that's because we like him so much, Steve Lynch. He's co-owner of ProCure, which has expanded into a lot of things, and Steve, just to impress me again how much fish do you process say in a week or a month to to get your oils and scents we probably process whether we're pressing or grinding probably i would say twenty five thousand pounds of, of, of bait every week every week hundred thousand pounds a month oh my gosh that's and that's not counting shellfish oh uh, that's not counting shellfish oh you what no. do you do with shellfish well, we do the same. We 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 have a, the blue crab and the shedder crab, oh. and, and then the, the the prawn and the shrimp. Oh, uh, and, and the worst. Oh, that's mine. 
They just send me a bunch of that. That's uh, all uh, I What was that again? A bunch of what? Crawfish. Crawfish. Crawdads. Oh, yes, oh. Well, you don't, do you crush those or is there, uh, you send we, them all? We grind them up, the head pincher and all. Wow. Uh, and we make the crawfish gel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trout and bass guys really eat it up. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I've been anxious to talk to you about, now, as we know, you know, Thanksgiving's here, and when you walk into the kitchen, or that you can smell the pumpkin pies, the turkey, and it, uh, it makes you hungry. It, you know, really activates your, your appetite. Now, this may be a stretch, but do fish react similar? I mean, does it excite them to want to eat? Or, is it, if they're looking, or, or is it, if they're looking for something, it'll help them find it. Well, well so it's, it's a familiar scent. And, you know, if, you know, we're doing several baits, but like, especially for, like, example, sardines. If the fish are feeding on sardines and you're putting sardine gel or oil on, on your lure or your baits, that's just putting out a bigger scent trail. Mm-hmm. And we also put pure UV in with our bait. So that takes the light from the sky and transfers it down to your bait. Mm-hmm. So that just allows them to see it better. And then we put a bite stimulant in, and it's four different branched-chain amino acids and blend it into one, and that triggers them to feed. And we, mm-hmm. we got that formula from the hatcheries that were raising salmon, and they'd be stressed out in the pens and were not feeding. So their biologists and chemists came up with this ingredient that just triggers them to feed. And they sold us the, the, the rights to that. Wow. And we've been doing that for about 11 years now where wow. we're putting the bikes in it. So. Well, I guess the, the basic, back to the same question then, is, you know, it's not just a matter of it helps them find it, but it actually stimulates their appetite or stimulates their desire to eat? Correct. We, we believe it, it triggers them to feed. Mm-hmm. And then with the UV, it allows them even down deeper in murky water. Uh, it just takes the light from the sky and transfers mm-hmm. it down to the bait. So they can smell it, see it, and it just makes them hungry. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I've been doing this show for a while, but I don't remember things too well. But it seems to me that a fish can see about 30 times better than the human eye. It's, it's uh, let's say, it's 30, 40 feet of water where it's, there's very little, if any, light. But uh, And their sense uh, of smell is even greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smells what gets them to come to it. And yours so works the best. Smell. Mm-hmm. And so, we, you know, we just try to put everything into one and, and just, you know, if you're using a scent that's familiar to them, and then they get close to it, and then they get that, that uh, you know, just temptation to bite it, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with the bite stimulants, and it allows them to hold on to your bait for the longer so you can get a good set into them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a lot of these, these topwater baits, they'll grab it and then spit it out. But mm-hmm. if it's got the gel on it, you know, with the crawfish or the minnow or the leech or whichever, you know, pattern you're fishing, it allows them to hang on long enough for you to get a good solid smell. Yeah, they go, mm, this tastes good. Yeah. That's right. They hold on just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. That's for us slow guys like John. It takes him well, forever to raise the rod. I, yeah. I need all the help I can get. Yeah. So. Me too. Yeah, That's but right. uh, uh, and, and the and the the baits that you took a hundred hundred thousand pounds a month is mind boggling. How big is your facility? Well, and that's the thing. We're probably at uh, twenty thousand square feet. Wow! And uh, we just, have offsite premises where we store a lot of the bait, but we're buying thirty-eight different baits from across the U.S. Mm-hmm. Having them flash froze and then shipped into oh. our, you know, one of our facilities. Mm-hmm. Wow! And so you don't have to catch all that stuff yourself. No, we don't catch it. <laughs> well, we're buying it from the, the commercial industry. Yeah, I've well, got one question, real quick. Just one. Which okay. is the most best, the best seller of all for saltwater? For for saltwater, I would probably say. Um, you know, the, the herring, the anchovy, or the sardine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on which region, you know, one one part of the U.S. will have the herring or the anchovies, the others have sardines. But one of those three, uh, and we make a saltwater formula, which is a blend of a third of each of those. Oh. So it's one-third oh. anchovy, one-third herring, and one-third sardine. Oh, and, and quite honestly, that's, that's one of my favorite things to use when I'm out in the ocean. 
Wow. Uh, Got multiple choices to bite. <laughs> well, let's That's talk, right. We don't have a lot of time, but let's talk about the difference between fresh and salt water, if you wouldn't mind making some comments. Sure. Sure. I mean, we have we have several freshwater baits, you know, like such as the, the crawfish. Uh, the we, we have a rainbow trout, and, a, and then we have the... Uh, we buy a Tui Chub, which is out of Northern California, and we're getting also Eastern Oregon, and that's our trophy trout. And it's just a bait fish that the trout really likes. Even if that bait's not in their water, it just hands down. It, it, it has something that the trout seem to can't resist. And so we have several freshwater scents as well as saltwater. Mm-hmm. And you're and, using uh, the same way. Now, the other thing is uh, you also have injectors. So we do. You, you just smear them on, you inject them, or what's the best well, way to so use Well, so if you're them? using an artificial lure, our, our, the bottles have a flip-top spout. And so you can just squeeze the gel right on your artificial lure or mm-hmm. your spoon or your soft plastic. You don't need to touch it. If you're using uh, bait, you would then inject the oil right into the bait. So mm-hmm. if you're using bait, you would want to be using our oil products. Mm-hmm. If you're using anything artificial is where you want to be using the gel. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, uh, Frank would be interested because he fly fishes. So what do you suggest for Frank? We have a water-soluble line of products where we take uh, the, the true fish oils and we blend them with water and we put a binding agent in it. So that water-soluble will not mat down the feathers and the fur on the jigs and the flies. So they'll still flutter and breathe going through the water. Mm-hmm. And, but yet they put out one heck of a scent trail. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of the fly guys, the purists, you know, don't like scent. You know, they say they don't need it. But I tell you, if you look in their vest... Uh, you'll probably find more yep. guys than not. <laughs> hey, I don't lie. Uh, if my clients can't catch something, I'll put some on for them. Sure. And the nice thing, the water soluble, it does not harm the feathers in any way, shape, nope. or form. You know, at the end of the day, you can clean them up with a little soap water. You know, just warm water with the light soap and rinse them, and they're good as new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from in Alaska, uh, people that are halibut fishing, you won't find a boat that's not carrying a, a bottle, a tub, or even a gallon of butt juice. Correct. I mean, that's our number one state for butt juice. Uh, I mean, even the Safeway stores up there sell it in eight-ounce containers mm-hmm. and half-gallon containers. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it it's works. It's amazing. You know, it, it does work. And it's just, like I said, at one state, we, we make stuff... Specifically for, you know, states and regions, if there's a call for it or need for it, you know, we'll do species-specific, mm-hmm. even just for one region. So we're small enough, we can, provided we can legally buy the bait, you know, we'll, we can make that product. Uh, you know, we make a calico cocktail just for Southern California. That's the only place we sell it, is in, in the Southern California market. Okay. And, and which one was that? That calico cocktail. Oh, yeah. The calico bass. Mm-hmm. Well, they like uh, anchovies and, and uh, sardines. That, that's in it. Mm-hmm. It's a blend of about six different baits mm-hmm. that, that's in the calico. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that the Turner's carries it and some of the other large chain stores. Right. And um, you know, we're talking about scent. Back to it again. Um I've heard that you put, uh, um, you know, the butt juice on half of a pink. If you're looking for big halibut, drop it down to the bottom. And that scent will travel, what, quarter, half a mile? Well, depending on the currents, but yes, they believe that that, it, it, that, that scent trail will go up to a half a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when that tide starts turning and running out. You know, that just it just depends on how extreme yeah. the tide is. Well, that's why you know? when you're fishing for halibut, you don't pull up uh, 50 or yards from another boat that's fishing, you know, because they've got their spot and they've got their scent out. So they don't I think they'd shoot yeah. you. Yeah, it <laughs> could happen. It could happen, yeah. But, yeah, the same uh, thing in Canada as well. They, they require a, a lot of space. I mean, if you're within 100 yards of another boat, mm-hmm. they, quite frankly, they get upset. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's not like fishing here in the Oregon, like on the Columbia, where we're, we're dang your bumper boats. Yeah. You know, when you put your buoys out, yeah. you know, when you're in a hog line, you, mm-hmm. you, and when bottom fishing, you should allow a lot of space. Mm-hmm. 
from one boat to the next because mm-hmm. it is a scent-driven fishery. And if a guy's worked and done his job at putting out a solid scent trail, and then a boat comes in and intercepts them, mm-hmm. that's not fair. Yeah. Well, you know, but we're having so much fun, but we have to take a, a break. Would you mind hanging on for a few minutes and uh, talk for about four or five minutes when we get back? I sure will. That'd be great, Steve. Thank you very much. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. If you're listening to us from Sirius FM Radio, send an email to john at fishtalkradio.com. Tell him you want some prizes. And uh, we want to find out who's out there listening. And we just went on the air there and where you're located. So appreciate that. And we give it away good stuff. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and, of course, Frank Selby. And uh, Steve Lynch has decided to stick around for a little bit. And, um, you know, it's been fascinating to learn about. You know, let's talk some more, Steve, if you wouldn't mind, about fish. You know, they don't all be the same, but, you know, they do have, uh, you know, sound um, you know, sensors and, you know, their their vision is because they use a, or they they look, it's not with a UV light or whatever it is that they use, but they can see so much better and they're smelling, their sense of smell. Uh, do they have a nose or how do they, how do they sense the smell? They, they actually smell how they breathe. They don't really have a nose, but how they breathe is, is, is in their nose. There's two little holes in the front and and that's how they get their, you know, some some fish to to their gills as well. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so depending on the fish, it, it you know it, it can it can vary from fish to fish. Mm-hmm. But but their sense of smell is, is parts per per billion compared to ours. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's way up there. Uh, well, you know, and I've the heard... cool thing with us is we're not synthetic. You know we're not yeah. just pumping perfume into canola or wax. Right. Uh, you know it's a hundred percent real bait. Yeah. And I've so even it, it, I've even heard people they don't want to touch the bait with their fingers because it put a, a smell on it. Yeah, that? and and we do sell uh, nitrile gloves mm. uh, for for the people that that don't want to get it on their hands and don't want to contaminate their bait. Mm-hmm. Yep, but the biggest mistake I see with that the guys put the gloves on, they handle the bait, then they're touching the killer handle or the steering wheel, oh. the weight, everything else, and they go back and touch the bait. So if yeah. you're going to glove up, remove the gloves right after you're through dealing with the bait. Uh huh. And then you can put them, you know, you can you can put them on and off a dozen times. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it truly to protect the bait, so when you're done baiting up, remove your gloves or change gloves every time you're putting baits on. Okay. But once you've touched everything else in the boat, you're you're really truly not doing yourself mm-hmm. any any good. Well, let's talk again real quickly about application. <laughs> um, you know, you've got plastics, you've got crankbaits, you've got live baits, um, and. You know, do you recommend just uh, smearing it, injecting it, or give us some ideas on how to use your product? So, uh, for the super gel, there's a flip top cap. So, anything artificial, whether it's a spoon, spinner, soft plastic, if it's artificially bait, you'd want to use a super gel. And that you would just flip the spout on the cap and put a thin bead uh, on, on the soft plastic. You you can you can touch it or not. Some guys like to rub it in and smear it all around. I prefer not to. I just put a thin bead on the outside of my spinner blade or on the bottom of the bill of a crankbait and leave it like that. Mm-hmm. And then before I reapply, I'll wipe it with a boat rag dry because it stays on better. Mm-hmm. And if you're using real bait, you would want to inject it uh, with, with our bait oils. And that we have the injector system, or we do sell a three-pack of just a needle head that fit on the two or the eight-ounce bottles. And then that way, and the, and the cool thing is when you're injecting baits, that scent slowly leaches out of them mm-hmm. and, and puts out a constant scent trail. Okay. Um, I don't know. Frank, uh, I think he's answered most of my questions, but it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And uh, uh, if you don't mind, we'll mention one more time before we go, is that uh, anybody that's listening to us, we're now in serious uh, uh, XM radio channel 211 uh, 9 o'clock Pacific 12 Eastern and uh, if you turn that on anybody that's listening on that send me an email and my name is John J-O-H-N and make it real simple three words fishtalkradio.com and tell them you listen to us and one of the things we've got is uh, well it looks like we've already got in the mail from Steve a bunch of uh, this miracle bait so uh, get in touch with us and Steve thank you very much and thanks for everything Frank thank you very much and you can also listen to us in hundreds of different places go online go to the website and uh, just tune in appreciate that thank you Steve 